Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week... um, Okay, so Michigan played a football game yesterday against Army. But before we talk about that, we're just going to talk about the more important things. Because Harley went to a Jonas Brothers concert yesterday. I did go to a Jonas Brothers (laughs) concert on the same day that Michigan played Army. And honestly, after... That four hours of watching Michigan football, I needed the Jonas Brothers concert to kind of bring me back to like a plane of existence in which I could be calm and cool <laughs> and collected. Were you calm and cool and collected at the Jonas Brothers concert? No. Yeah, I but that's it, not like, how I picture it. The like two like you know, I was like really sad and really angry and really like depressed like during those like four hours. And then, not at the Jonas Brothers concert, but when I went to the Jonas Brothers concert, it was, like, a complete, like, 360, like, 180, because 360, bring your back, bring your back, bring your back, back. anyway, math. Um, (laughs) So I went from, like, the most happy, the most excited, and, like, and I think it, like, brought me back, because it, like, evened it out, because it was, like, completely different. Okay. So now I'm, like, leveled. Okay, that's good. You seem pretty zen right now. Thank you. I think it, Yeah. So it's like the combination of Michigan football being the worst of the worst and the Jonas Brothers being the best of the best has brought me back to an even zero. <laughs> the mediumest of the medium. The most mediocre of the mediocre. Yeah. Cool. Harley's the most mediocre of the mediocre. Um, yeah, hey. so... <laughs> hey. <laughs> Be nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're great, Harley. No one I'd rather co-host a podcast with. <laughs> Um, now that we've gotten that moment of affection out of the way. Um, What's your favorite Jonas Brothers concert? I mean, song. Dude, I've never been to a Jonas Brothers concert. I meant song, but I said song. concert because I'm... Um, okay. Well, when you look me in the eyes, mm-hmm. like, so good. I, I really like their new album. Yeah, it's really good, too. Um, I mean, this isn't Jonas Brothers, but, like, Jealous by Nick Jonas is Ooh. a classic. That song will never... Which album is good. it that we listened to it and it was like every song? I was like, wait, wait, this one's my favorite. Is that? It's probably self titled, honestly. Really? Is that where, like, some... that's which ones are on that album? Um, it has Year 3000, Hold On, SOS, mm-hmm. That's Just the Way We Roll, Good Night and Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I can put that on. You know, when you're, like, when I run on the treadmill, I need it to be songs that I know because you just need to, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, like, that's one of those albums I can put on when I run because I know every song. It's not going to be like, what's this weird thing I'm listening to? Oh, yeah. When You Look Me in the Eyes is on that one, too. Oh, yeah. But you wouldn't want to run to that song. No, I would. I would. It would just bring me joy as I run. Oh, I would, like, cry. That's true. The song, like, brings, like, instant tears. I don't know why it does, but, like, (laughs) every time. Because remember in the Jonas Brothers documentary when they were, like, Nick had never been in love, and then, like, he met Miley, and then, like, he was able to write about love on a whole new level, and that's when he wrote When You Look Me in the Eyes. Ugh, like, so oh, my gosh. It's so good. What, oh. What's your favorite Jonas Brothers song? Um, When You Look Me in the Eyes. Okay, yeah. Do you um, want to, like, add also, that Also, I love Can't Have You off of um, A Little Bit Longer. I don't even know if I know that song. Look it up. It's really good. Oh, I also liked a lot from, like, Jonas, like, the show. Like, oh, what was that really cute one that he sang with China and McLean? And he, like, sang it to Macy, and they were at the pool. 
I'm Big, your biggest, your biggest fan. fan. Yeah. That was so cute. I loved that one. That was, mm, yeah, yeah. Aw. Oh, they sang uh, Gotta Find You from Camp Rock. <gasps> no! Who sang the girl part? Um, I think Joe did the first part and then Nick sang the next part. They don't do, it was just Gotta Find You. Like, oh, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, like the, the one with like, this is me. Yeah, it was just Gotta Find You. That's so cute. We did it together. That's so really cute. cute. So cute. So cute. And, um, when Nick Jonas sang Jealous, um, for the second, I don't know, Joe Jonas sang like part of the song too. And I was like, this is the best thing that could ever have happened to me. That, oh Jealous is such a good song. If you've never heard it in your life, you should play it. It, look it's, up the gospel so version good. on YouTube. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Both. That really just, the conversation just put me in a really good mood. Like, I didn't plan on, like, talking too, that much like, about I the Jonas great. Brothers. <laughs> but, like, I was getting in a really bad mood because we were compiling all these, like, facts about the Army game. And now now I feel like, I see what you mean. Like, it levels you out. It levels, they're, like, zen. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers just have that power. Sometimes I wonder, like, how much more stable I would be as a person if I, like, my form of, like, my go-to form of entertainment was, like, music and concerts rather than sports. Because you, like, can't lose a concert. But I don't no. think the highs are as high for people who are really into music. Like, like winning a, a good, like, football game, that high is so high compared to, like, I don't know, going to a really good concert. I feel like there's no way that's as good of a feeling. No. I yeah. have to say it's, like, kind of both, TBH. Oh, yeah, but you're kind of a fan of I'm both. I'm, like, both. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. A really good gel in a really good game. Nothing can compare. Good. In all honesty. And a really good... Maybe just, like, channel that, like, zen that you felt when you went to your first Justin Bieber concert. My only Justin Bieber concert. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. (laughs) I've gone, like, three times. (laughs) Okay, so we have to inevitably talk about the football game. We can't put it off any longer. I have to put this disclaimer, though. And what we learned above all in this game against ARMY is that we love Michigan basketball the absolute most. That's true. Okay, now we can break it down. Even though, like, Michigan basketball has put us through our fair share of games like that, but when it's, when it's like, Minnesota and Charles Matthews, like, tips it in for, I don't remember, do you remember that game? And it was, like, a last second, like, I don't, I don't know, that well, we stress were, isn't the same. It wasn't the same, though, because I think we looked down at one point, we were, like, up by a significant amount, then we looked back down again, and we could have lost that game and we're like wait a minute how did it get so close and then Charles Matthews went up for that like last second like jump shot and we won the game and I was like we shouldn't have been in that position but it was only like a stressful scenario for probably that like three minutes where we realized wait a minute this is too close for comfort but that was like yesterday's game against army was like four hours of me just being completely stressed out right so we beat Army in double overtime, 24 to 21, so that's by one field goal if you can do that math. Um, and like we were saying last week, I mean, I don't remember what the spread was, but we were it should not have been that close. But Army was also, like, they went into overtime against Oklahoma last year. They're one of those teams where, like, they, they run the triple option. If you allow them to get, they, they got a lead early on. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't maintain that lead, but they scored first. And they're one of those teams that, like, if they get that lead, they can hang on to it and mm-hmm. stay on the field forever and never give you a chance to. And then if you make mistakes, then they're going to capitalize on those mistakes. Like, there, it's just, like, an unforgiving team. Like, we were still slated to win by a lot, but we knew going into this, like, you yeah. couldn't be making 
mistakes. And it wasn't, yeah, it was never going to be deemed one of those games that should have been easy for Michigan. Um, I know a lot of people can just, like, assume, like, if there's no, like, number next to your name that you're, like, not good. But, like, in all honesty, like, we have a name, a number next to our name and we're, like, (laughs) not good. So (laughs) it's, like, an interesting, I don't know, just, like, never let that truly come into factor. I mean, I know we would, like, hope that because we have a ranking that, like, we can at least perform to, like, back that up. But sometimes you just really don't, and I found it, like, really difficult to try and back up our team um, yesterday. It was just, I wanted to come to their defense, but they weren't giving me anything to, like, back that up with. And, um, I don't know, I think that was the most frustrating thing to me, because I, I know everyone was frustrated with the game, because it was really sloppy. There was multiple fumbles, multiple... Um, just sloppy like plays called and we were lining up wrong and there was false starts everywhere from like seniors and like I get that concept but also I was like we gotta back them up here you know like I cannot believe they were booing at the big yeah that that was just I am appalled honestly when I heard that and I got like the notification from Bleacher Report I was just shook to my core I was like how how this is our team, and, like, I understand that it's ugly, and we, like, don't want to see that, but, like, I don't know at what point, like, we will ever be satisfied with them. Right. I know we were frustrated with, like, some of the things that, like, Shay did, and, like, yeah, he can take the blame for, like, a few of the, like, um, misreads and the fumbles, but in all honesty, like, I don't think he performed poorly, if you look at it from, like, an outside, like, perspective, like, his stats, like, are okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I just didn't think it was, like, a need to call for Dylan every single time. No, that was annoying. That that literally... That's and what I, I think what frustrated me the most is that I feel like Harley and I were the only ones who were, like, guys, chill out. It's, like, not that bad. And Harley and I are, like, notoriously not the most optimistic Michigan football fans. Mm -mm. So maybe it's just because we weren't at the big house and didn't get the environment. But especially when people were calling for Dylan McCaffrey, I was like, you guys. Like, and and then McCaffrey did go in for a second and everyone was like, another gimmicky, like, they're putting Dylan McCaffrey in to try to throw them off. They're gonna throw Shea off his game. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, what do you want then? Like, you... Like, I really don't, I don't know, but Shay's playing was inexcusable, but we'll get to that. Um, we did go from, we were number seven in last week's AP poll, or ten in this week's AP poll, kind of off of what... Rightfully so. Yeah, we definitely should have dropped a few spots. And, like, what Harley was saying before, how, like, the rankings don't really matter, Army was an unranked team, but so much of that this early on in the season just has to do with last season and honestly army i believe was coming off the largest longest win streak mm-hmm. in the country said they had that 10, 10 game win streak right so you really could just argue the only reason michigan was ranked and army wasn't was just like their conference and like yeah. strength of schedule which obviously is a completely valid reason to rank some teams and not others looking at you ucf but and uh don't schedule service academies yeah and that was another thing going into this everyone's like why did we schedule them in the first place, you know those teams are going to give you a run for your money. And they really, truly did. They really, really, truly did. Uh, up until the very last second of the second overtime. Ugh. Um, well, but, neither of us... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think... 
Well, I guess we can get into that, like, in itself, but we shouldn't have gone into overtime at all. Like, we should have won 17 to 14. Because they should have gone for the field they goal. They should have gone for the field goal. I don't know yeah, why well, they didn't go for the points, but we were in field goal range, and yet we went for it on, I think it was like fourth and two or something, or four and one. I don't know. I don't know why we thought we would good. Didn't that feel very Jim Harbaugh to you? Like, I know he's technically, allegedly not calling the play. Well, I don't know whose call that is. But it was, was almost like, like, if Army can do it, we can do it too. And I was like, we don't have to flex. Like, let's just get our points. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I it felt like. You're it right. It felt like it. And I was really frustrated with that aspect of it. And I... Mm, yeah. Um, what do I know? <laughs> okay, well, let's go into, like... Neither of us were at the game. I had a retreat for an organization I volunteer with, so I was streaming it for part of it, and then I didn't get to catch all the second half, but I rewatched it this morning. And then... I watched it at home, um, which arguably, like... I don't know. I think it was just not, like, as stressful, but I didn't have a good time watching it at home. Mm-hmm. I ended up going back to, like, my room and, like, watching it by myself. There was just, like, too much, like, outside, like, stimulus that wasn't, I don't know. It was not making viewing the most enjoyable <laughs> experience, so I, like, left. And no. then, all, in all honesty, I turned it off um, once we went into overtime, and I... Only reason why I knew we won is because, like, all the, like, phone calls and text messages started, like, <laughs> f- flowing in. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, we won. Whatever. No. <laughs> I'm going to just go straighten my hair. Literally, like, I thought we had lost because I got a notification at some point that, like, maybe Army had scored in the second overtime. And I was like, oh, okay, that's it. That's the game. And I was just like, I don't know. And then I got the notification, like, Michigan wins, like, whatever, Jake Moody field goal. And I was just, like, so apathetic. I was like, I'm, I just don't want to think about it anymore. I'm so done with this game. I'm really, really glad I wasn't there. I know some people apparently like close games and they like the thrill of it. I do not think it's fun at all. I would rather watch a blowout 10 times out of 10. Um, yeah, I literally think if I was there... Like, because before the game, I started to get some FOMO. And I was like, I wish I was at the big house. Everyone's tailgating right now. And then... As soon as, maybe, like, around the second quarter, I was like, honestly, if I was there, I would not be okay. Like, it's not mm. just a matter of I wouldn't be having fun. It's, like, I would have been having a horrible time. I would, like, not having the ability to turn it off and go walk away for a second, I really don't think, like, I'm so, so glad I wasn't there. That's how I felt, too. Like, even though I wasn't there, like, watching it the whole time in basically real time, because, like, you know, when you're, like, streaming it on, like... Mm-hmm. Your smart TV, it's always, like, 12 seconds behind. Um, but, like, in all honesty, like, I had that, like, if you know me at all, watching a game with me can be the worst experience for you. Um, can concur. <laughs> I am a huge brat. And I think, like, part of the reason why I had to, like, remove myself from the situation because I didn't want to go off on people um, while I was watching the game. Um, but... Like, that was just me, like, wanting to, go, like, go to the aid of, like, our team. But, like, I, again, like I said, like, they weren't giving me anything to, like, back them up with. And I, like, above all, I want to support them, like, wholeheartedly. But, like, if they're not giving me, like, anything to, I don't know, make my, like, claims reasonable, then they think I'm an idiot. And mm-hmm. so I just, I don't know. But, ugh. I, yeah, I, I need the option to, like, move around and, like, turn it off if I have to because it it's only bad for you and it's only bad for me. Yeah. If I, and um, 
I would have felt like a trapped like what like anything <laughs> like yeah if I was in the big house um for the game so I'm kind of really really glad that I wasn't there but yeah at the beginning I had some serious FOMO because like the basketball team was there um <laughs> from years past and um I just looked like really fun and like packed and sunny and looked awesome um and especially like after like um, our defense, like, forced Army, like, three and out on, like, the first, like, minute of the game. I was like, yo, this is going to be great. And then it just kind of all, like, went downhill, like, really fast. And I was like, oh, right. Well, glad I'm not here. <laughs> so after having some space and, like, j- like have it's been almost 24 hours. Well, it's it's been 24 hours since the game ended, I think. A little less than that. Um, no, not yet. Not yet, but a little – almost there. Um, after So I was just – annoyed and upset and I was ready just to give up on Michigan football um after having some time I kind of feel the exact same way um it's just concerning the biggest thing we wanted last week against Middle Tennessee we won by a decent margin and we're just like okay this has potential we just really need to clean it up it just looks sloppy like and then we come in we're like but they've been preparing for army for so long our biggest concern was the defense because we're like the offense should be fine. Army's defense isn't that isn't that great. We just need to clean up the sloppy mistakes. And we really, really, really need to make sure our defense is good to stop the run, stop Army's run. But it ended up being the exact opposite of our concerns. It was like the mistakes and the sloppiness on offense just got like magnified a million times over. Mm-hmm. And Army really capitalized on all of them. Yeah. And then our defense was great. Yeah, and they were really solid. It's just like... It's just baffling that time and time again, Harbaugh's, like, teams at Michigan are really lacking an offensive line and quarterback, which is, like, this is Jim Harbaugh. Like, I don't understand why that's a recurring pattern here, and it's not for lack of talent. So, I don't know. That's frustrating. Um, And then one of the big questions that's kind of been going around on Twitter is whether or not Shea is actually making reads. Like... Okay, I think I have this. Mm, I don't think you. I don't think you did. Well, okay, so that's the question because every, he he never keeps the ball. He always hands it off, and mm. the question is if he's actually making reads or if like these are just like the. It's not actually like he's just handing off the ball, and that's just what the play is designed for. And it's this big controversy. They're like, is he injured? That's why he can't keep the ball, or like we not actually like it's not actually read option. It's literally just like hand the ball off because like if so then what's revamped about our offense. Um, and apparently Harbaugh said that there was there were no read options where he could have kept it and that, like, like, that was the correct call every single time was to just hand the ball off. But I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Um, I, I kind of, like, agree with that in the sense that it seemed, like, pretty... Um, just, like, reminiscent of, like, last year, and, like, I don't know, like, particularly why, like, he never, Shay never pulled the ball to, like, make a play, but I, I don't know, he just, like, handed it off every time, and I was, like, really confused as to why, and especially if we're having, like, difficulties, like, protecting the ball at any moment, <laughs> yeah. like, what are we doing here? Um, I don't, I don't know, like, what it is that... He's doing... I don't know. Yeah. Well, because there are rumors that he's injured. And I I kind I'm of... like, still. Yeah. Well, I, I understand why you wouldn't want to keep the ball if you're injured, but then that's not a read option. That's a handoff. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but 
I don't know. I kind of tend to buy into the rumors that he's not at 100% because he... That would like, make too much sense, though. Yeah, I know, but what else would it be? Like, so there was a stat that we, I believe it was, there. Were, he fumbled the ball three times last year and five times already this year, two games in. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I think he's done it four times. Four times? Oh, yeah, because there was also someone else fumbled. Who was it? Van Sumeran. Van Sumeran fumbled. Okay, so Shay's had four fumbles this year, three all of last year. Um, I, like, why is his playing so sloppy all of a sudden this year? It could just be, like, this new offense is just too complicated for him and he just hasn't adjusted yet. But it shouldn't even be that because this is an offense that they're used to running. This is what they do in high school. I mean, it's, like, another and like echelon what, higher, but, yeah. Well, like, that, and, like, he probably was doing the same thing at Ole Miss. Like, it's not anything that he's not used to. And the other thing is this offense is allegedly tailor-made for Shea Patterson. So if it's too complicated for Shea Patterson, why are we running it? I don't think like, it's, like, necessarily complicated. Then I like, think it's probably, like, that same thing where it's, like, it's too much. Like, you know, he had to, like, come in and, like, learn all of this... That's what I mean by complicated. Like new, I don't know. I think, like, all the, like, new plays and new, um, just, like, pressures of, like, having, like, the no-huddle and the all, everything in between, like, it has to be a little bit overwhelming, but also, like, he should be prepared for that and, like, kind of, like, understand, um, like, this isn't something that's necessarily new and, mm-hmm. um, and just needs to be handled a, a lot better for a senior quarterback. Right. Right. And I also feel like I'm just getting frustrated at the quarterback position because Shea just, I mean, I don't think he's as, like, people are calling for his head. I don't think it's I don't think quite that's necessary a, at yeah, all. Yeah, but he has just looked uncharacteristically sloppy these past two games, mm-hmm. and I sort of just want an explanation for that. But it's kind of frustrating because I remember – a month ago, two weeks ago, I was saying, like, wow, we have so much depth at quarterback. Like, we were literally saying this in our episode two weeks ago. We're like, this is crazy going from when we had Wilton Spate, John O'Corn, Brandon Peters, and none of them were really able to play. And now we have Shea Patterson, Dylan McCaffrey, Joe Milton, like, three of the best quarterbacks in the country. And, like, it's like, isn't it great to have this level of depth now? But I feel like all of a sudden, all that depth was, like, zapped away from us because, like, Shea Patterson is playing a sloppy game, so then it's like, okay, next down the line is Dylan McCaffrey. Well, this offense doesn't fit for Dylan McCaffrey. I don't think he knows how to throw a football, so, like, th- like this offense isn't designed for him, so then we go back down to Joe Milton, and it's like, okay, all of a sudden, like, where did all our depth go? So, that all that to say, like, I don't think we have a choice but to play Shea. I don't think we're going to see a different starting quarterback against Wisconsin unless we design, or unless we go back to last year's offense, I guess, because I think Dylan could have maybe done pretty well in that. I don't know. And I think the biggest thing for me is that, like, we wanted Shay so bad. And I remember being ecstatic when it was announced that he would actually be able to play for us last fall. And I don't know, like, where all of that energy went, where we were all, like, incredibly, like, positive about Shay Patterson being our starting quarterback. And the fact that Jim Harbaugh actually named him um, to begin with, I, it's, I don't know what we're expecting from him to, like, be God, in a sense, where he has to, if he doesn't throw a perfect game, then he should be, I, I, it's just really annoying to me, and I know, I know, I know, I know that it, like, I will not negate, like, the mistakes that he has made, 
um, these past two games. But also, I don't know, like, where everyone's perspective goes as soon as a new season starts. It's not like Shay is horrible. I have been around for so many seasons of Michigan football at this point as a student, and I am never been more gung-ho for a quarterback than for Shea Patterson. And I just think that just for a moment, we need to, like, just... Perspective. Yeah, take a step (laughs) back for once. I had to deal with Devin Gardner. I had to deal with (laughs) Shane Morris. I had to deal with John O'Corn and Wilton Spate. Like, Shea Patterson has been a godsend. And I will not stop being excited about him being my starting quarterback. And just because he looks really bad right now. (laughs) He looks really bad right now, though. Like, that's why we're not. But then, like, even, like, statistically, he's still, like. That's true. Better. He om- he's oh usually around like the sixty five percent six anywhere from sixty five to like seventy and I don't think that's horrible statistically in terms of like his completion rate and I I don't know I but that, isn't that pretty characteristic of Michigan fans is that it doesn't matter if we improve from last season it matters that we look the best in the country and we look better than Ohio State. Like, that's how it felt when, like, when Jim Harbaugh was first hired and we, like, we had a couple really good seasons. But it's like, it doesn't matter that we have really good seasons. Fire Jim Harbaugh. We didn't beat Ohio State. And that's kind of how, if we don't look better than Ohio State, people don't care how much better you are than what we had before. No, it's just... But it is, I, I mean, I, the complaints with Shea were valid. Like, he... It was, yeah. But it, it is just like... But we need to be behind him. He's our starting quarterback. I don't know how much it matters if we're, like, behind him, how much that will help. But I agree. It's just, like, we, we really don't have any booing, other options. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, I would have been so mad. I had a friend who was in the student section. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but he was, like, we booed Shay when Dylan, Dylan like, threw, like, an incomplete pass. So yeah. they booed him, and we're calling for Joe Milton, and then they booed when Shay came back on. And he was, like, yeah, it was so fun. We were all booing. And I was, like, I literally would have been, like, oh, getting on, like, a pedestal and, like, giving a speech to the student section at that point. I'm, like, you can, like, literally, were you guys not livid. here two years ago? When I was livid yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And Even when I was driving to Detroit, I was, like, screaming because I had all this, like, pent-up rage. Because, yeah, even when I was at home, people were, like, putting Dylan McCaffrey and, like, no. No, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I love Dylan McCaffrey. I do, too. I'm really excited to see what he does next year, but, like, next year. Yeah. Um, do you think part of the frustration with Shay, and this is just, like, I, I don't know, is that we can't really blame our offensive line as much as we used to? Actually, no. No one really blamed the offensive line with Wilton Spate and John O'Corn, even though, like, they mm. probably should have. But, like... I think that was just us that blamed the offensive line. <laughs> I think really- I blame both. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have an offensive line, but also, like, if you don't make your target, that's not on the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. If the ball goes sailing over the head of your receiver, that's not on the offensive line. Um, The fact that you were able to get a ball off with our O-lines of years past, I commend you. But also, if it's not going anywhere near a receiver, what's the point? I'm trying to find the um, stats. I don't know. I felt like Shea got um, sacked more than he should have. And I would like to like, I was go like, back. If he and... kept the ball, that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he has a tendency to like fling it away and then the other team recovers it and everyone just hates his guts. You really could have just subbed that for John O'Corn. 
right there, that sentence you just said. Shh, don't ever say that to me again. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what was your favorite moment of the game? When it was over. Okay, cool. <laughs> what position group do you think performed best? Um, just Zach Sharpening. <laughs> That's I. I well, actually, our defense was pretty solid. I think they had. Uh, I think I read somewhere that they. Um, I think they allowed Army to run around like three point three yards per carry, which isn't, mm-hmm. which is like uncharacteristic for Army. Um, so our defense was really solid. I mean, they had some like tendencies to like, I don't know, be like faulty when it can't can't. When it comes to stopping the the run, but we were like pretty decent when Army attempted their like four passes of the whole game. Um, but yeah, I think with some tweaks, we could have some really solid D. I mean, yeah, and we held Army to twenty one points, which like, I mean, maybe is a little bit high, but I'm not mad about it. The really the problem is that we could only score twenty four points against a team like Army. Like Army is not by any means known for their defense. Um. But yeah, Zach Charbonnet was, like, he is literally the entire offense, in my opinion, <laughs> which is, like, not what I was expecting, but, like, I'll take it. I saw um, Drew Hallett on Twitter said that he was the first Michigan running back to run for three touchdowns in a game since Mike Hart in 2004. So, like, 2004, Cute. yeah, Mike Hart, yeah. Also, like, I just think it's so funny that Zach Charbonnet is emerging as a shining star, like, this year of all years. Like, if you imagine putting him in, in last year's offense, like, having... Karan Higdon and Zach Charbonnet, like, that would have been so great, but now it's, like, I didn't think we were going to be emphasizing, like, handing off to the running back as much, but that is what it is. <laughs> um, we kind of talked about this already, but what were your biggest concerns of this game? Um, mm. yeah, well, I, which one do I want to pick first? <laughs> I mean, I went at, like, an at-length combo and Shay. Um, but just, like, in terms of, yeah, he fumbled the ball, yeah, there was misreads, yeah, he overthrew a few times, um, I don't deny that, um, but just, like, in terms of, like, it's almost, like, grade school mistakes, I don't really want to label it that, because, like, I never played football in my entire life, but, like, when we were lining up on the, on the line of scrimmage, we're, like, over the line and, like, false starts and being offsides with just, like, our senior members of our team. It just, like, what what are we doing here? Like, what are, why are we making these kinds of mistakes? We've been around the block mm-hmm. already for so long, and yet we're giving Army these penalty yards and these opportunities, and I j- just think it was just sloppy everywhere in terms of like those kinds of things and like those things are completely fixable and like it's part of your job to know where you're supposed to be and I don't know why we were doing that and I know it like some of it came from like you know you're like listening for the clap now but like I of the quarterback but I was I was shocked in that thing. I don't know. It's like not really anything. It could it could explain it, but it doesn't excuse it. Exactly. That's sort of. I, I was talking to my mom about this yesterday. Sort of going back to how I was like, is this offense too complicated? Or I guess a better way of wording it is just like, are is are all these like sloppy mistakes just because they're overwhelmed getting used to a new offense? But honestly, the way I see it, this offense is so old. Like and like in terms of like a lot of them are seniors. Mm. That we don't have time for, like, like when Jim Harbaugh first came in, everything was too complicated for a year, so they had to, like, 
simple it down and the next year they were a lot better. We don't have time for a year like that where everything is like, you know, we take a year to adjust to a new offense and the next year it's cleaner because Shea Patterson is a senior and this offense is created for him. If it's going to take an adjustment year to get used to this offense, then let's just stick with last year's offense because we don't have an adjustment year. And I, I don't know what factors play into that or whether that's even valid at all. But if it like if we're going to have the excuse of them getting used to a new offense, if it's going to take more than a couple games for them to get used to a new offense, then we should not be having a new offense because we don't have a couple games to spare. I was going to say, I think above all for this, um, we in terms of that, like I know we don't have like a whole season to like kind of like feel that out. But like these were the two games that this like if we don't see an actual improvement in two weeks against Wisconsin, like, in terms of, like, all of these, like, ingrained, like, you know, fundamentals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not, like, almost perfect against Wisconsin, then I I don't know, like, what the point of, like, bringing in, like, all this newness was if we're just going to, like, have to take a whole year of, like, having, like, some of the, like, most star-studded, like, offense that we've had since I've been here personally to just being, like, almost wasted. I don't know. Right. I think, like, in terms of, like, if you want us, not, I don't want to say that want us on your side, but if they want the Michigan, like, fans to be, like, almost appeased because you can never truly appease Michigan fans. I know how you could appease them. Um, no. Um, like, even then, they would never be, they'd probably be like, I can't believe you did this mistake during this down during well, this Well, I wish I could live to find out. But anyways, um, as I was saying, like, if... I feel like people would find this season, like, almost a loss if we don't actually get the ish together against Wisconsin. Like... Right. So, you have two weeks. Like, do you remember 2017? It was, like... We are our cupcake games at the beginning, and I would not consider Army a cupcake, but our cupcake games at the beginning, we just, we won, and everyone was happy, except for, like, the people like us who were like, that win didn't look that great. And we kept mm-hmm. winning, but it was always like, that win didn't look that great, and then as soon as we get to Penn State, and we get to Wisconsin, and we get to Michigan State, and we get to Ohio State, it's like, yeah, when it's sloppy, you can't afford to keep making those mistakes against Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. And this feels eerily familiar. Like, the... We're celebrating because we won, but we also know, like, this is not going to cut it in yeah. literally two weeks. So, clean it up. <laughs> Do you want to move on to superlatives, or did you want to say more about your concerns of the game? I guess I have, like, one more thing that I'm just, like, confused by. I don't know. Okay, so we attempted a 55-yard field goal. I don't remember. It was somewhere in the first half, and we put in Queen Nordeen. Okay, and I'm so confused. I don't, is Quinn Nordine, like, nicer in practice or something? Like, why does he... I don't know why we didn't put Jake Moody in. Dude, Jake, has Jake, Jake Moody, Moody like, missed a field goal yet? Jake Moody I'm sure he has, but... Like, Jake Moody would have made that. No, no, no offense. 100%. I don't know why we put in Quinn Nordine. I really don't think it's a really question confused. that Jake Moody has performed exponentially better mm-hmm. than Quinn Nordine every single time he's been in the game. I don't know what practice looks like, but based on what I've seen in games, there is no reason for Quinn Nordine to Everyone still be Everyone says they, like, team. share it. Yeah. But in all honesty, if I was going to go for a long-range, like, fuel goal like that, I would have put in Jake Moody just to, like, boost my odds of making it. Or any field goal. I mean, I guess if you need to, like, keep Quinn Nordine happy, then, like, give him the, like, 
15 yard like I don't know but like um, he's pretty solid at the extra point I will give him that okay we can give Quentin Redding the extra points but where where Jake Moody stands I like I had my notes from the game and I like that I was like taking notes during the game of things I wanted to talk about and then I like looked back on them this morning and all I wrote was Jake Moody stand Shay Patterson stand that's all that's, I wrote. That's, like, what my takeaway was. So <laughs> take my favorite numbers, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to move on to... Oh, oh wait, we already talked about the... Yeah, we already talked about when they went for it. And and they should have just gone for the points, right? That was after yeah, yeah, recording we did that. then? Okay, I couldn't remember if we were recording yeah, for that yeah, conversation yeah. or not. We definitely did that. And okay. then in that instant, we should, we should have brought in Jake Mooney for that, too. But... But we didn't bring anyone in. No. Oh, but can we just talk about the fake punt? Oh, I guess. In a deep pile of garbage, there you can find one shiny object. Maybe it was your retainer that you were looking for because you lost it in the garbage. And that retainer... And you would still use it? Well, yeah, it's your retainer. It costs, like, I don't know, $500. I don't know how much a retainer is. (laughs) But anyways, you find it, and you're really excited because you're like, oh, no, I don't want my mom to find out that I lost my retainer again. And that moment was the (laughs) point. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so Michael Barrett had our um, second, Mm -hmm. second, he was the second leading passer he, he was one for one on pass attempts. Uh, Michael Barrett's a linebacker who was a quarterback in high school, and he had some... He some over 25 yards. Yeah, and he I'm threw for 25 impressed. yards on a fake punt. To our very own star. Daxon Hill. Dax Hill. So, honestly, I'll, I'll watch that play over and over and over again. I'll watch it for four hours and consider it the game. That And also, I have to say, Lavert Hill's interception... When literally Army was breathing down our necks to score again. Right. Lavert Hill saved our skins after having the like muffed punt from last week. And I'm pretty sure like a dropped um something. Interception attempt, I think. Should we talk about Josh Metellus or is that too painful? Why? The fumble return that was not existent. Uh, no, we're going to end up on a high. Okay. So, but yeah, that happened, but then... <laughs> but uh, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, no. I'm, okay, we're I'm, not going to... Let's move on to superlatives. What was the mo of the week? The moment? Oh, sorry. What was the moment of the week? The moment okay. of the week. Okay, yes. Was mo. He's not a moment. He's a person. Well, okay, fine. Mo was there with his brother Franz, and they went to a football game together. They probably went to the football game last week. But he no. was... Well, Franz he, probably did, but I don't think Mo did. Who's to say? We don't know. I feel like we would have seen I feel it. like we would have known. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess that maybe. We also, like... I haven't really seen any pictures of Franz, like, with anyone besides Mo. Yeah, that's kind of real. Or, like, like, by himself. Is he, like... <laughs> yeah, literally every picture that I've... Does Franz exist outside of Mo? Yes. Okay, good. Remember? Remember? When you were like, remember? Yeah, but he was with Mo when I saw him then. Oh, shoot. Every time I've seen Franz in real life or in a photo, he's been with Mo, except for in his like highlight reels from Alba Berlin. I guess we'll have to wait for basketball season. Yeah, to find out if he exists. Dude, we're going to be so close to him for so long. His basketball games, you can like feel the presence of the players because they're right there. Aww. 
cute. I'm so excited for basketball. So who is the defensive? Who is the defensive player of the week? Uh, Levert Hill. Okay, we for are me personally. Yeah, um, I'm just going Josh with Metellus your answers. Too. Yeah, Josh Metellus, Levert Hill. Um, we didn't see Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, we didn't see as much as Aiden Hutchinson is. Didn't he vibe the vibe that made us win? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I could be wrong. Wait, where he at? Yeah, yeah. Aiden Hutchinson and um. Who else was with him that was credited? I can't remember. All I remember is Aiden. Okay. Aiden Hutchinson can get Defensive Player of the Week as well. Offensive Player of the Whoever Week. Whoever was a part of the reason why we won, <laughs> you were the Defensive Player of the Week. But also, like, like in double overtime. Like, whatever yeah, that vibe was. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. No. The team. The team. The, the team. defense. So basically what I'm saying is you were all a part of us winning, but she meant that specific play. Um, Offensive player of the week is, of course, Zach Charbonnet, the only player on the entire roster. Special teams player (laughs) of the week is... um, I, like, wrote down Jake Moody just because I was, like, mad that Quinn Nordine went in. But, like, Mm. can we give special teams player of the week to, uh, what's his name? Michael Barrett. I don't know where you're going with. Michael Barrett, because it was a fake punt. Yep. I'll do that. Yeah. Um... And the coach of the week, um, so I actually have a theory with coach of the week, and it's that Josh Gaddis doesn't actually exist, and that Harbaugh just created this fake person, Josh Gaddis, so that when he tries, like, he was like, I'm going to try a new offense last year, next year, but if it doesn't work out, I want to be able to blame someone else, and that's Josh Gaddis, and he's just going to, like, throw this un- not-actually-existent person under the bus, even though, like, I don't know who was at Penn State in Bama, and that was a different Josh Gaddis. Um... And the Vibes the Vibes Award? Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone, like... Zach Charbonnet. None of the receivers impressed me that much, which is, like, when are the receivers going to start to impress me? I was like, well, Ronnie Bell did better than he did against Middle Tennessee, so I will give him that credit. Isn't it just so weird, though, that going into the season, I was like, the whole... Nico? Nico? No, I think I have no. the receiving yards right here. I don't think it was Nico. I think it was just Ronnie Bell. Um, Ronnie Bell led the team in receiving yards, and then Sean McEwen, so tight end, and then Nico had thirty two receiving yards. There, there wasn't a lot so of maybe Nico. Yeah, Ronnie Bell led the team by far. He had eighty one receiving yards mm-hmm. and a total of seven re- receipts. <laughs> receipts. That's what you say, right? Receives. Mm, like receives. Re- seven. Re- <laughs> seven receives. No. <laughs> it's receives. When you have seven receives. <laughs> He had seven receiving, seven catches. <laughs> okay, um, wait, where did I put, like, I don't think you put anything anywhere. No, okay, so we are gonna discuss, um, like, now that we're, like, off the topic of the football team, because, like, that was, like, kind of enough of that for us, we were going to discuss the basketball team, because Aww. they were at the game, so we figured we'd just, like, break down their outfits, because if you guys have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that our main thing that we do is just break down the outfits of what the of the basketball team. And the Instagrams. Yeah. Mostly DJ Wilson's Instagram. I don't... Oh, we've, we've broke down, broken down Jordan Poole's Instagram before, too. That's a good point. And in real life, we've really I guess just, like, to clarify, like, there was members from uh, the 2018 basketball team, 2017, 2013, 20... When did Karis leave? Karis was a freshman in 2013. 
And he left after his... I don't know, but there were players from the past decade, and there were some (laughs) players from the 1991-1992, in the case of Jimmy King, 1993, (laughs) um, men's basketball team, in that what I am saying right now is I am currently looking at a photo of uh, Karis LeVert, Jimmy King, Derek Walton Jr., Juwan Howard... Uh, DJ Wilson, Duncan Robinson, and Mo Wagner. Aw, what a great, like, group. That is really a great group. Wow. Um, so what do you think of their outfits, Harley? I kind of love all of them, if I think about it. You love Duncan's outfit? His is really not normal. The, uh, not the outfit, just, like, all the people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, no, if I have to, like, like, if I had to, like, pick and choose, like, who I would want there, I think this would be my list. <laughs> Like, like I love Duwall. I like, miss him. If you could have a dinner party with like any people living or dead, I think I'd be, like, be like too intimidated to be in a dinner <laughs> party with all of these people. I would sit in the corner and just stare at them, and then I would okay, like you know when you're in like group of people, you just really want to impress. So you keep saying things that you think are funny, and then yeah. nobody laughs, and you're like, yeah. they don't even get that I'm joking. <laughs> That's exactly how I imagine that going. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Okay, so who is the best dressed out of this group? I think there's a clear answer. Are you gonna say DJ? Yeah, I think he's the only one who like viewed this as like a fashion opportunity, which is like pretty in line with my like conceptualization of him. He's just like in shorts and like a Michigan shirt, but like what else is new? Well, Mo was matching with um Xavier Simpson. They both had those um like the Michigan shorts. Yeah. Um, Jawan Howard is like head to toe in like Jordan, Michigan gear. And he just, he's yeah, he's, he's just like a football player going to class. <laughs> he's just like a basketball player going to class. <laughs> That's true. They, well, they all look the same going to school, and they're like sweatpants and sweatshirts. And well, he's not wearing slides. A lot of them like to wear slides. That's true. So. So I think Mo was. Going I think for, we're all going for comfort here. I know. I kind of think Mo was going for fashion. Except for, I don't know what that sweatshirt I don't know is. why he picked a black sweatshirt. Maybe he, maybe he didn't know it was going to be a little chilly, so he just, like, brought it for, it was just, like, in the car, and then he, like, realized it was kind of chilly, so he went and grabbed it. Because he's wearing yeah. a white shirt yeah, under. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just went for the long sleeves and, like, pushed it up like Karis did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In all honesty, this, oh. like, looks like the outfit I was sitting in on my couch. <laughs> Yeah, and all honestly, just like comfy, like I, Michigan stuff. I feel like I have everything that all of them were wearing, except for DJ Wilson. Mm, yeah, you're right. Like I, I could probably rec- I could if I, I was a we could recreate, I would recreate all, these. all these outfits. We could easily recreate all of these. Like Duncan's going for the respect above all shirt, which like we all have like five hundred <laughs> of them. Like, did he get that for free at a basketball game with like the T-shirt? What's that thing called? The like cannon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they just gave it to him. No, no, no. He, like, vibed up into the maybe, audience and he, he caught it with it. the cannon. Maybe somebody threw it back at him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, new shirt. Thanks. I think, like, Paris was just like, do I even own a Michigan shirt now that I have all this money from the Nets? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he went to M-Den before Maybe he, game. like, borrowed it from somebody else. And he, like, seemed to, like, take it upon himself to buy a bucket hat for the game. I miss Karis LeVert so much. <laughs> um, mm. One more thing. This might be like verging on too weird, but I don't think I've ever seen Duncan Robinson wearing shorts without leggings under. Like, is this our first, like, not to be really weird, but is this our first time seeing Duncan Robinson's legs? <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> I'm just like... He, I think I'm more like... Cons- oh, oh laptop my died. laptop died. It's okay. I think I'm more concerned that he's, like, not wearing, like, you know, calf-high socks. Like, 
Yeah, like wait, is he socks. wearing socks? Is he wearing, like, no-show socks? Like, if you zoom in, I'm pretty sure he's not wearing socks. Because, <laughs> like, see, like, they're yeah. all wearing the, like, wearing- calf socks. Yeah. Well, like... Well, Karis is wearing, like, slightly... No, I think he just has his head rolled down. Yeah, it's like, you know, the socks that we all wear that, like, go up, like, midway to your half. Maybe he's, like, forgot like socks. Like, mid-calves? Yeah. Yeah, I think Duncan forgot socks. Which begs the question, what was he wearing when he arrived in Ann Arbor? Maybe that. So you just, like, forgot to put on socks in the morning? Or maybe he, like, flew on, like, spirit and, like, could only wear clothes that were on his body because he didn't want to check a bag. But but then, like, like, why didn't he have socks? Was he wearing (laughs) flip-flops when he arrived? Oh, I hope not. Like, I just want to know, like, how he forgot socks. Maybe Maybe he, he just, like, forget but like what is what (laughs) like maybe he was wearing socks when he arrived he forgot to bring an extra pair and he was gonna wear them two days in a row but he ended up like maybe playing capture the flag yeah like stepped in in, like mud mud (laughs) (laughs) wine socks though i don't know like they it like soaked through his shoes because he was wearing like nike running shoes and it like oh yeah that has happened yep yep yeah even if he was walking in like a dewy morning walking through the grass (laughs) That could have happened. I don't think he would do that. <laughs> like he was going on a walk in the arb. He wanted to go see Why the would he, garden. I don't think any of the basketball team knows what the arb is. <laughs> <laughs> Should we bring them to the peony garden? Um, okay, do we have anything else to discuss? Oh, Franz wore a Michigan shirt. Well, he goes to Michigan. <laughs> um, is that all for I think today? That's all we have. Okay, so I know you're probably like confused and like disoriented because you're like, wait, shouldn't you guys be like previewing for mm-hmm. a game that? But honestly, we have a week off. We have a week to recover from this nonsense. A week. Okay, hi. So apparently, the audio cut off at the very end because we're still getting used to recording on the thing that we are now recording on, but. Um, basically all that we said is that we are going to be previewing, uh, conference play next week because we have a bye week next week. So we won't have a game to re discover. What's the word recap? Um, so we won't be recapping a game next week since it's a bye week. So we will be looking forward to conference play, looking forward to Wisconsin in particular, and just talking about that. And then also what we talked about when it wasn't recording is we tried to like speak DPJ's health into existence. And it was honestly really weird that we did that. We like held hands and we're like, DPJ will be healthy. So yeah, probably for the best that that got cut out. But anyway, um, thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Yeah.